shrink. Good evening. I'd like to welcome you to the last episode of Iron Sharpens Iron for Season 4. Now, we're Season 4 is coming to the end. Uh, this is the last episode of Iron Sharpens Iron, and next week will be the last episode of the No Name Yet podcast for Season 4, and we will be coming back uh, in the middle of February. I'd originally said, I think, February 5th, but uh, we're going to extend that a couple weeks. So I'd like to thank uh, everybody that appeared on Iron Sharpens Iron. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Fred, who suggested uh, that we do podcast on the Bible. And uh, so far, I think it's been pretty good. Uh, if you have any suggestions for the show, if you'd like to see Iron Sharpens Iron come back, uh, I, I ask that you leave a comment and uh, your input uh, uh, would be a great blessing to the show. And I would like to thank EJ uh, for being a, a great co-host and uh uh, bringing his questions, reading his scriptures before the show, and uh, really adding uh, to uh, the dialogue on Iron Sharpens Iron. So um, this is going to be a short one tonight. Uh, we've been through the holidays. Uh, I think uh, all of us uh, probably experience uh, a little fatigue, uh, even when the uh, holidays are great. Uh, we get fatigued, we enjoy ourselves to the point of being tired. And, uh, you know, my family had some things going on. Unfortunately, my uncle Robert Mastro passed away uh, on December 23rd. Uh, we still uh, celebrated the way we do because we know that's what he would want us to do. Uh, but it was a very sad time for us. And, uh, uh, yet, uh, I was able to uh, enjoy the family and celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, uh, the birth of our Messiah, Jesus Christ. So the scripture that I would like to read, and I'm going to read, make a, a few comments on it, and uh, then end a episode, uh, is in the second chapter of Luke. And it starts with uh, verse 22. And the reason why I'm sharing this uh, passage of Scripture is it has become my favorite passage of Scripture uh, in the Christmas story. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll tell you why as we go along. So Luke chapter 2, starting with verse 22. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him, took Jesus, to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves and two young pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, 
who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought the when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelations to the Gentiles, and glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and the sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after marriage and then was widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, and he was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. So let us be blessed by the reading of God's word. Thanks be to God. I particularly like this passage of scripture uh, for the for the uh, character in in this story uh, by the name of Simeon. And uh, as I was introduced uh, to the uh, African Methodist Episcopal Church uh, back in uh, 2005, uh, for those years that I was in the AME Church, which totaled 17 years, I met uh, a lot of men in that denomination who were so devoted to the Lord. And I remember uh, one of the uh, elders of the church uh, in Bethel, Schenectady, uh, would not miss service unless he was too sick to come. And when he did come, he would carry his own oxygen tank up the stairs into the church. Uh, He was somebody that uh, always spoke about the uh, traditional services that we would have throughout the year. 
the men's day, the women's day, uh, anniversaries, church anniversaries, uh, special days that we had each and every year. And he talked about how he would put his money aside and he would be prepared uh, to pay what was asked to him because he didn't want to mess with God's money. And when you talk to him and you talked about the Lord, you could feel the depth in which he believed in the Lord, the depth in which he loved the Lord. And in talking with his wife, uh, she uh, told me one time that every Sunday, uh, the both of them would get on their knees, even though in their advanced years, it was harder and harder to get down on the floor. But every Sunday they prayed together, kneeling on the floor together, uh, praying to the Lord. And I've met several people like that, that uh, when you looked at them and you spoke with them, that you knew the depth of their faith, that it was deep, uh, and that the Lord had treated them well throughout their lives. And they had a testimony ready uh, when they spoke of the Lord. They had wisdom to share. And so in this story, the, the image of Simeon waiting for that in which he hoped for, uh, the consolation, the redemption of Israel, and to see the Lord's Messiah. And he was described as righteous and devout. And even he, he, he was told that he was going to be able to see the Lord's Messiah by the Holy Spirit. He was able to hear the Holy Spirit's voice. And then that day came when he was able to see the Lord's Messiah. And I just stopped to think uh, that his ultimate hope to hold that baby in his arms, knowing who that baby was must have been the ultimate gift he could have gotten in the land of the living. And the only gift better than that was to live eternally with that Messiah for the rest of time. Oh, now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout he was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit. He would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what is the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. He acknowledges that Jesus has not just come for the Jewish people, but to be a light of revelation to the Gentiles. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That someone like me has been grafted into the family of God. And let us not forget the other person mentioned in this scripture, which was the prophet Anna. And she was very old. And after a short time of living life with her husband, after she had been married, she had been devoted to God. And that she had been there every day fasting and praying. And she came up to Mary and Joseph. And she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke about the child to all who are looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. That she knew who Jesus was because of the depth of her devotion. Her devotion to the Lord. May you and may I find that kind of devotion where the Holy Spirit is speaking and that we would be able to sense the presence of Christ. So as I wrap up this evening, I would just like to remind everybody that there are 12 days of Christmas, uh, which come to an end on January 6th, when we celebrate the arrival of the Magi. Uh, the arrival of the wise men or the three kings, as they're referred to. So I ask that you keep this Christmas spirit in your heart. That I know that uh, after all the celebrations that we, some of us like to wind down quickly after Christmas. But let us just remember that uh, in our liturgical calendar, that uh, Christmas is a 12-day celebration, and that may we be blessed by all the parts of that story surrounding Jesus' birth. We pray that in Jesus' name, amen. So God bless you. May the Lord be with you. And may we reflect the way of Jesus Christ in the things that we do, and the things that we say. And I pray this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.